everybody, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. This is for Monday, February 27th, 2023. Uh, for those of you guys who did not see the Sunday show, I am in Costa Rica. That is why uh, weird backdrop. And I'm recording this on QuickTime because uh, I can't access StreamYard. The internet's just not strong enough to support that. So all the production elements will be back as normal coming next week. But still have movies. Still have, obviously, the movies. So QuickTime, still have video. We'll still have audio as well to, for you guys on the uh, audio side. So that's all going to be there. Don't worry. It's just a little bit different presentation this week. So no intro. On today's show, uh, Ion, are they going to get involved with the Pac-12? What in the hell is going on? McMurphy says maybe. Mandel says no. People are asking, hey, what do you think about this? Ray Anderson, the athletic director at Arizona State, had some comments too. So this situation just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Uh, we'll have more on this as we go through the show today. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Uh, if you guys want better production, it's coming. Don't worry. Um, every single day, five days a week, usually five plus days a week. We're usually six days a week. Big 12, Big 12 content. If you guys want seven days a week, make sure you follow me on Twitter on Saturday morning. I have the bread truck. Uh, we backed that thing up, the Big 12 picks for college hoops. Really good season for us so far when it comes to those. So you guys want the uh, locked my locked on Big 12 picks for hoops. Make sure you guys check it out. Football, I was like just above 500 this year for basketball. We are 25, 15, and 1 against the spread picking Big 12 hoops this year. So we are making you all some money on the season. Make sure you guys check that out. All right, let's get to it. So I am flying on Friday from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas to Richmond, Virginia. And I get to the airport and uh, uh, in Charlotte. And I see one of the strangest messages that I've seen in like a long time. So I get sent this about what's happening with um, Ion. And I had not heard, I guess, is Ion maybe it's a TV channel? I know they own a company, but uh, Ion getting involved. So Brett McMurphy says, Apple still has not made a formal offer for Pac-12's media rights. But Ion, I-O-N television, has emerged as a potential Pac-12 partner Sources told Action Network. Ion TV is owned by EW Scripps Company, which has 61 local TV stations nationwide and launched Scripps Sports this year. Now, guys, Scripps Sports, I am not familiar with that at all. I have never watched, um, you know, Scripps Sports once. I have, you know, I'm not familiar with it um, at all. And I, I know that they own a bunch of, you know, I know they own a bunch of companies. Um, but I'm not familiar with anything that they do in that in that line of work. And so obviously people are like, why do you keep covering the back 12 Well, not many of you are. You guys get it. But some people are like, why are you doing this? Why are you covering this? Guys, look, th there is a chance that the future of the Big 12, uh, you know, they might have some schools that are in the Pac-12. In the Pac-12, the Big 12 have been tied together, uh, you know, for a lot of this. And so I think it's it's really fascinating, interesting, because the Big 12 comes in, you know, after the Pac-12 goes to the market, the Big 12 comes in. And they get a television deal done, you know, in not in short order, but pretty close to it, right? With Fox and ESPN. And now all of a sudden we are hearing, you know, it started with ESPN and Amazon. We heard CBS is out in the Pac-12. We heard that, you know, uh, according to Andrew Marchand, New York Post, Amazon is lukewarm. So is ESPN. So is Fox. And he doesn't even think they're involved on the Pac-12. And then it goes to, you know, Apple TV Plus we've heard about. And now we're also hearing about Ion. And so you think about all this stuff, like that could have been the Big 12. That really could have been. Now, you know, it, it depends. I mean, I think the Big 12's product from a 
basketball standpoint and also having a team in the national championship game this year, obviously uh, it elevated where the product is as a whole. But I think, you know, you have to, you have to think about it from one perspective. Hey, uh, this could have been us. This could have been the Big 12 Conference. This could have been, you know, a, a situation of, of where they were if, you know, if things went the wrong way. You know, maybe the Pac-12 would be the ones uh, with a TV deal. You know, I think there is a world in which the Pac-12 gets the deal done. Maybe it's still with Amazon, ESPN, whatever. But, you know, maybe ESPN's not as hot for the Big 12. Or, you know, maybe it's a Fox, uh, ESPN, Amazon combination. ESPN, Fox aren't as hot for the Big 12. Now, once again, I, I do think the Big 12's overall level of competition uh, adds to that. I'm not sure how you didn't watch this season of Big 12 football and watch uh, eventual national championship contender TCU play Kansas. Uh, you know, and College Game Day was there, and it was a tremendous game between a program that has been the worst in the Big 12 and a school in TC that has come in and has come from the Mountain West, been all over the place, and went to the national championship game this season. I don't know how you don't, you know, watch that and think, oh my God, this conference is providing, you know, providing it all, right? OU in Texas in the league still, yes, but did not make the Big 12 championship game. They provide ratings, but uh, the competition this year, it came from a lot of the... Texas at times, but OU didn't provide much in way of competition for the teams. Uh, you know, K-State in the Big 12 championship game beat them, and obviously uh, TCU did as well, and Baylor beat them. You know, Texas, I mean, everybody in the top of the league kind of had their way. Texas Tech beat them. Basically, everybody towards the top of the league, you know, beat OU in, in, in 2023, or 2022, 2023 football season. So, um, you know, that overall level of competition is huge. And I've talked about this with a lot of people, but – you know, the idea that there is no Colorado and there is no Stanford and there is no Cal, there is no Arizona, you know, when they've been down. There's none of that in this league. There's none of that in a week-to-week basis. Oh, yeah, they have the best basketball league in the country. So basically, you can pencil them in for five weekday games that are great, five weekend games that are great. And, hey, also those teams are going to show up for you pretty big in March. Three of them were in your national championship game on a Monday night. Two of them had won it in the last couple of years. So they're presenting this overall product that is providing a, a whole lot of interest, a whole lot of excitement for a lot of people. And that's why I think, you know, uh, yes, it could have been us, you know, in, in some variation, but I, I'm still pretty confident in what the Big 12 brings. Also, the part of the country that it's in also, I think, helps it a lot because we have awesome fans who all care about their athletics. Um you know, some of you all are pro fans too, but a lot of you all have the, in the football, you know, you know, basketball, deeply ingrained in your in your team, your fa- uh, your school's fan base. But this this right now is showing a you know even further concern or f- further you know example. And, and look, we should mention too that Stuart Mandel came back on what Brett McMurphy was saying, and he said, "I have not heard that to be the case." He said, "I on scripts." Sports is not involved in the Pac-12 TV negotiations, a source with, source with direct knowledge of the situation tells the Athletics. So somebody on Twitter asked me the other day, hey, Josh, where do you come down on this? Um, I respect both Stewart and I respect Brett. Brett nailed the fact that this was, uh, you know, after ESPN reported, hey, OU in Texas, done talking, not going to happen for right now. Brett said, whoa, 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 they're still talking. They're still talking. It's just there's, you know, some gaps there. And lo and behold, they get a deal done there. Um, Stewart has been on some of the, you know, the upset athletic directors and some of the ire from some folks uh, in the, on the Pac-12 side. Uh, but also he has been a, you know, I think it's pretty noted, like Stewart is a bit more of a Pac-12 lean. I think he noted that the, 
one point he said the Big 12 would kind of be lucky to be in the AAC range, or he saw them more in the AAC range and, and thought that the Big 12 you know, wouldn't get as much money. Now, that is opinion, and I'm actually fine with journalists having opinions. So, you know, so maybe it's just a misfire on opinion-wise, but um, he's pretty plugged in. And as far as his reporting goes, I never feel like when I look at the Stuart Mandel report, I'm getting something that I feel like is erroneous or false. So I respect the reporting of both of these gentlemen. I'm sure they're talking to people in the know. Um, and I would not be shocked if somebody's getting lied to by somebody that they trust when it comes to this, right? I mean, these guys probably have sources, you know, in places. Um, uh, <laughs> I would say there might be folks who want to get out of the Pac-12 that might leak something like, we're at the ION stage. ION and Scripps are here in the business. That's not good news. Um, and there are also folks who are like, no, they're not part of this. We're still talking. But... The Ion Scripps thing, like, I think that highlights kind of where we are in all of this. To me, the more important part is this. Brett says that the uh, the Apple TV has not made a formal offer yet to the Pac-12. So while Andrew Marchand says that they've, they've emerged as a potential candidate, that is obviously something, you know, something that can be true, um, an offer is not there. And we could still be in the exploratory stages, but also, we're in a pretty time-sensitive period because ADs can get antsy. Presidents can get antsy. Coaches, players, athletic, they can all get antsy. And if you're George Klyavkov and company, how much time do you realistically have to hammer out what you see as the most desirable deal that benefits your schools and benefits the networks and it looks great? Or do you have to, or do you get strong-armed into a crappy deal for a few years just because you're trying to hold on to this thing? And I think that is where the uh, that is where kind of the desperation part of this comes in. Like Apple TV Plus, not saying it's a horrible platform. They've got partnerships with two major professional leagues. MLS obviously is not as big of a league as Major League Baseball, but they have weekly Major League Baseball games. You know, there's some problems with some of the some of the broadcasts they had on MLB TV. Sure, um, they're. It's pretty clear, though, that Apple TV's goal, their model here, is they want involved, be involved in a lot of sports, but they're picking sports with the built-in fan bases, right? MLS, you've got a hardcore fan base that if you have most of their games, I'm going to have to get that and I'm going to have to watch. Uh, same thing for Major League Baseball. Like, I'll, I'm a huge Mets fan. I'd be lying if I told you I didn't, you know, get the Apple TV Plus trial so I could watch the one or two Mets games that were on there and maybe it coincided with when I was watching Ted Lasso. Um, but the problem is overall, you know, and, and the same thing for college sports too, like that's, that's where they want to go, but it does hurt your visibility. When you hear Apple TV, the number one thing people think of is Ted Lasso. That is the number one thing. If you hear HBO Max, now you might think of, depending on who you are, Succession, The Wire, uh, you know, name your uh, the Sopranos, Boardwalk Empire, whatever your show is, might think of that. You don't think of the fact that now that they're showing, uh, they're showing U.S. men's and, and women's soccer games on HBO Max. You don't think of that. That's not you know, it's not gripping. Now I understand the angle that some of these places are going. They're trying to get the fan bases. It's worked for ESPN Plus, but ESPN Plus is still providing you games on the major networks, right? There's like if Iowa State plays a game on ESPN Plus, they're still going to be playing a game on ESPN at some point in time. ESPN2, ESPNU, you're still, you know, ABC. You're still going to be playing, if your team's good enough, you're still going to be playing in the desired time slots on desired channels 
Oh, you're going to give some up. Apple TV's got none of that. It is exclusively going to be on Apple TV+. And I've mentioned this before. I'll say it again. The issue I have with that is I'm somebody that I'm a multi-screen guy on a college football Saturday. I know a lot of you all are out, you know, you guys are out there as well. If you want to toggle between games, you know, for me, toggling is big. If we have multiple Big 12 games on a cable at the same time, I'm going to be, I'm going to be toggling between both. You know, I might have laptop on one, you know, whatever, whatever's happening at that time, right? If there's a big game that we all need to be paying attention to, whatever it is, but I'm, I'm somebody that wants to toggle. You cannot toggle with Apple TV and Amazon the same way you can with the ESPN family of networks. You just can't. Now, that's something people have to deal with over time, but the issue is we're not talking, you know, we're not talking about uh, Ohio State, Penn State here. Hell, we might be talking about Oregon, Washington. Sure, that's, that's one that's one game. But outside of Oregon and Washington meeting up, what games are you going to put on Apple TV Plus that people are like, I have to see that? Is the Pac-12 putting stuff on that network every single week that casual fans, if you're a casual observer of the Big 12 or Pac-12, and I'm a, I'm a diehard football fan, college football fan, but Pac-12 games, guys, I observe rather casually. I'm not going to put that one on. I'm not going to pay $5.99 a month. Just not going to do it. You know, if you give me Utah and Oregon and Oregon and Washington, that's great. But, like, there are other ways to watch games. Wink, wink. You guys know what I'm saying. And for the two back to, you know, if there's three Pac-12 games I want to watch. If I want to watch Utah and Oregon, uh, Utah and Washington, and Oregon and Washington, right? If I want to watch those three teams play, those are three games. I can find a way to watch those games. I mean, get a free trial, you know, whatever it is, like if Apple TV Plus, you know, uh, I might do it one time. Right, if they play twice in a month, I might say, "Hey, you know what? This is the month I want to do it. I'll just do it for a month and then cancel it." There's there's ways to do it, but like, is Apple TV Plus a platform that people are going to be dialed into? I'm here to watch Ted Lasso, but Colorado is playing Stanford in basketball. No, that's not going to happen. Sorry, you know, I know the you know end of the season, end of the season. Think about how many good games are happening on the ESPN family of networks. We've got rivalries going on. You know, I'm not going to like. I went out of my way this year to watch the end of Oregon State Oregon. It was on linear cable. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch Oregon State, Oregon, if it's on uh, Apple TV+. Plus. There are other games I can be watching, and there's always going to be other games you can be watching, unless it's 10, 15 at night. At that point in time, you know, a lot of people, a lot of us had, had a few, and we just kind of leave what's on ESPN. I think my whole point with all of this is, where, does, where do these streaming partners fit in with casual viewership of the sport? They're, they might be the future. But they're not there yet. If you all feel differently, if your viewing habits are separate, let me know. Let us know in the comments, like the video. Tell all of your friends in the comments section. Sure, there'll be a good debate about this. But it gets down to the next, you know, crux of this issue, which is discussion about what's the money look like. If like Apple TV is like your only real option to get near the money you want, sure you might take it. But what's that gap look like? And I've said this a bunch. I've said it with no inside information. But to me, uh, to me, when you when you get to the tens of millions of dollars, so if we're talking about the gap between the Pac-12 and the Big 12. Let's just say in television revenue per school, it's 31.5 for the Big 12 and 25 for the Pac-12. Still at six and a half. But what happens when the excess, the extra money from CFP and bowls starts to roll in from NCAA tournament appearances? Plus, like think about this, guys. The Big 12 is going to double the amount of money in the first weekend that the Pac-12 makes on the NCAA tournament because of how many teams are in the game. 
in the games. And if, if I mean, you know, the Pac-12 starts losing teams, they're only going to have three of them in the tournament, most likely, then they're really going to be in trouble. And so, like, the Big 12's payout is going to be larger in that respect when it comes to television market, you know, the, uh, not television, but just the, the overall payout, the distribution, is going to be more for the Big 12 when it comes to that stuff. They, they you know, they, they're going to take a step forward. I know they take a bigger step forward. Uh, OU and Texas were still there, but they're going to get more money than they were before. Um, you know, once again, like with the way television contracts are scaled, the Big 12 would be getting a lot more if OU and Texas were still there, but they're going to be getting more. They're got, they're climbing up there. They're going to outpace the Pac-12. And there is going to be a conversation amongst some of these Pac-12 schools about what is it, what's, what's it matter to us? Because they're going to pay a financial price for staying together. What does that financial price get you when your next television contract is up? Because unless Pac-12 teams do a whole lot of winning really important football, mostly football, and basketball games, then they're going to be in a difficult position. They're going to be in a spot basically like they were before. And we don't know what the future holds, especially in the streaming space. There's a whole lot that can change. But we have to consider the fact that some of these athletic directors are not going to be fully comfortable with where this is heading. And once again, that's when the Big 12 could step in. And I think... That is something that, you know, with this, you know, once again, I on TV, I don't know if they're involved. I don't know if Scripps is involved. I have not heard of Scripps Sports. Maybe I'm a dumbass for not knowing that. You all can tell me. Let me know. Josh, how have you not heard of Scripps Sports? I haven't. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But at the fact that, you know, that we're at a point now where we're trying to shoot down Ion Sports reports and we're having to deal with the idea that, like, okay, Apple TV Plus might be a main carrier for Pac-12 games tells you about the situation. It's not a positive one. And it's something that Ray Anderson, he enforced that. He he reiterated that point in an interview he did with 24-7 Sports. He also noted, like, you know, he's saying some stuff that, look, we're going to take a deal. It's going to be below our expectations is what he said. But I'm expecting them to get it. You know, I'm expecting us to get a deal done. That is on par with what I've been saying. I believe they get a deal done. But the one thing we have to consider is, like I just mentioned before, where does this deal set you up for the next deal? Because that's where Brett Yormark, I think, has this advantage. He is clearly looking ahead to that next deal. His deal is done. Their deal is not. And so why don't you maybe come over and join us? Why don't you come to the Big 12 Conference? We might have opportunities down the line for you to be on television and also in a conference that we know is going to be together. You don't know about the Pac-12 being together. It is a, it is a slippery slope that they're on right now. It feels like they're... A couple, you know, uh, you know, breakaways away from being in a obvious significant gap, and uh, I think that is something that we have to focus in on. But also, Ray Anderson mentioning it's been a really frustrating process, and he says that we're not in control right now. And look, was the Big Twelve totally in control with OU in Texas? No, they were not. Were they totally in control this time around? No, they were not. But they ended up on two cable networks where they wanted to be, where they have been in the past. And they, they ended up there for what people believe to be a reasonable price. And so they clearly had more control than the Pac-12 did. And, I, I mean, I guess in some ways ESPN and Fox could have pitted these guys together in some kind of race to the bottom. But, like, you know what, we don't really want any of you guys. They could have, you know, said, like, you know, we're, we'll hold off on, on renegotiating right now. But, no, they jumped in. They took they took the, the deal, and as did the Big 12 schools, and off, off they went. And so I think you have to feel better about the future. While you might get your short-term locked up, how much is the comfort of being in a conference with schools that you've known for a while mattered to you? Utah and Colorado are interesting because they both come into the conference 
Colorado from Big 12, then Utah from obviously other places. And um, security and, and like wanting to go to the next level has meant a lot to them. Now, you know, we talked last week to JT Wister still. He mentioned how much winning Utah could be doing or is doing currently and how much winning he thinks they'll keep doing in the Pac-12. It's a great point. He's right. But also like security and also the next step up of your program and, you know, what does it look like? You know, uh, the college ball playoff is still letting the top six in, which is going to be a huge save for the Pac-12 conference champions. But, you know, what does it look like? You know, what what is the programs of Stanford and Cal and, you know, how long is DeYoung going to be at Colorado? Can Arizona actually get over the hump? And is Dillingham the real deal at ASU? And how long can Wazoo, you know, are they just going to be the middle class? And, you know, how long is Jonathan Smith going to be at Oregon State? Like, there are so many questions amongst Pac-12 schools that the quality there is not guaranteed. The respect top to bottom is not guaranteed. Greener pastures could be available to the Pac-12 schools such as Oregon and Washington, who seem like the ones they have to sign off on this. And that gets me to my final point. Do we really think Oregon and Washington are going to sign off on an Apple TV Plus exclusive deal? Do we think they'd sign off on a Scripps, whatever it is? And let's just, once again, Brett McMurphy, we trust him. He says it. Stuart Mandel says no. But I think while Brett reports it, we have to act like it's a somewhat reasonable thing that could happen because we trust a lot of his reporting. If that is the case, do we think Oregon and Washington are going to be okay? And what price would it cost them to be okay with being on channels like that? These are all legitimate questions. And I think this is the problem the Pac-12 faces. There are more questions than answers as each day passes. They're trying to make it sound like things are crystallizing. They want to stay together. And I and I think for the health of the sport, guys, I don't want to see conferences consolidate. But that's where we are. I want to see regionality matter. But it doesn't matter anymore. The Big 12 conference in the modern college football is going to be exciting because we're hoping that they span coast to coast. And that's now what modern college football is. The Big Ten will have teams from you know uh, Los Angeles playing in College Park, Maryland, and playing up in Piscataway, New Jersey. That is where college athletics is heading. It sucks. It knocks out the regionality of it. It's been going on for years now, though, guys. Once again, the only thing that Missouri has in common with South Carolina is they're both located in places called Columbia. But guess what? They're both in the SEC East. That's how this thing works now. It's how it's going to. It's how it works. It's how it's going. I mean, West Virginia travels more than anybody else does across the continental United States to play basketball and football games. Why is that? Well, because geographically, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They make more sense the Big Ten or the ACC, but this is the way the pie is being divvied up right now in terms of where folks are, television dollars, and what makes the most sense. And as we're hearing more and more names involved, I think we have to be cognizant of the fact that it sounds like a deal is going to happen with the Pac-12. It sounds like they're determined. Like their resolve is going up as kind of the bad news goes up. But it's only going to take one or two to break away. That's kind of my big point on all of this. All right, that will do it for today's show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at LOBig12. You guys can find me at JoshNeighbors underscore. Follow the show wherever you guys uh, get your podcast, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, all those places. Make sure you guys subscribe here on YouTube, leave a comment, uh, like the video as well. The next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.